Praise the Lord. Yes, you are the risen king. He is the reason for our being here this morning. Amen. Man's greatest privilege is to enjoy God's presence. Congratulations, you are here in the presence of God. My name is Ruth, and I thank God every moment of my life for that privilege to be in the presence of God. It's a grace that a million thanks are not enough for. And I give thanks to God for the life of my father in the Lord, Prophet T.B. Joshua, who has rescued my life. You may take your seats. You know, there are some invitations in life that you just can't refuse. Have you ever had an invitation like that before? Maybe the president or prime minister of your nation sends you an invitation, or a celebrity you admire, or the general overseer of the ministry invites you to an occasion. Most probably you would abandon anything you had planned and make every effort just to attend that occasion. How much more the creator of heaven and earth? Ask yourself this morning this question. Am I here on God's invitation or my own? Ask yourself that question. Am I here on God's invitation or my own? Because if you are just here looking for a business connection, or someone persuaded you to come here, or you thought, let me just make my way there. I don't believe you would have endured the trials, opposition, difficulty, before your coming here. Many didn't want you to come here this morning, but here you are today. Here you are watching Emmanuel TV today. This shows that you're destined to be saved. You're destined to be delivered, and you're destined to be free. Because attending church is a thing of God. But if you look at your life, you'll agree with me that coming here was one of the few things that you strive to do against the will of others. What do I mean? There's something sad about our life today, and that is that most times we follow the majority. And the majority constitutes failure in the society today. When you see people crying, you start crying, not because you're sad. When the pastor says, show your excitement, you shout, yeah! But inside you, you're not excited. When the pastor says, rise up for prayer, you rise up, you say amen, but you don't have faith. You will not meet Jesus because you imitate what someone else did. Because faith is not imitation. But today we always go where others sense the presence of God. We always go where others experience his power, where others hear his voice. We base our faith on the testimony, the experience of others, and we say, one day, if I do the same thing, it will happen to me. If you keep looking for your miracle on the outside, you will never find it. 
Because that miracle that you're looking for is closer than you think. This morning, are you ready to meet the miracle worker? Are you ready to meet the miracle worker? Did you once feel close to God and now you feel so distant? Prayer is the shortest route between your heart and God. But what is the state of your heart? Prophet T.B. Joshua says a believer's heart is the prayer room. In other words, a contact point for the Holy Spirit. But that same heart can be a contact point for evil spirits. If your heart is worried, anxious, full of offense and troubled. Many times you never confessed failure. But if you look at your life, you'll see that often you find yourself in a realm of failure. You never confess sadness. But if you look at your life, you'll see that oftentimes you're in a realm of sadness. Why? Because your heart is that way. And what happens in your mind happens in time. You want to be happy, but something keeps stealing your joy. Because Satan wants you to be sad. That is his entrance into your heart. You're always looking, but never finding. Always asking, but many times not receiving an answer. Always knocking. But the door many times is not open to you. Why? Because you have not discovered God's presence within you. I want to tell you the secret this morning. God can only enter your heart when you have joy. The world may find happiness in the things around them, but joy is something that only believers have. Are you a believer? In this new year, there may be reason to be troubled because of the challenges. There may be reason to be afraid. There may be reason to be anxious, but there's a greater reason not to be. And that reason is not too far from you. It's not beyond your reach. That knowledge alone will give you joy. And that joy is the path to God. You are looking for heaven. But my brothers and my sisters, heaven is with you. This will bring me to my message titled, Heaven is with you. Tell your neighbor, heaven is with me. Let's turn our Bibles to the book of Romans 10. We're going to take our reading from verse 6. The book of Romans 10. Are you there? Let's read together. But the righteousness that is by faith says, Do not say in your heart, Who will ascend into heaven? that is to bring Christ down or who will descend into the deep that is to bring Christ up from the dead but what does it say the word is near you it is in your mouth and in your heart that is the message concerning faith that we proclaim if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved Never doubt the absolute truthfulness in God's word. 
that says that when we genuinely accept our Lord Jesus Christ into our hearts, then we have the very presence of God in our hearts. God has said it and we believe it. Amen? But many of us live our lives today as if Christ is so far from us. That is why we continue to look for happiness elsewhere. Do you know that there's a difference between happiness and joy? Let me tell you. The world may find happiness in the things around them. What do I mean, the things around them? Temporary things. Money, popularity, fame. Even if you look at the people that seem the happiest on this planet Earth, if you ask them, many of them will tell you they don't even believe in God. They will tell you they don't have a care in the world. You look at them on the outside, they look happy. Even many of them, they bring happiness to others. But it's a happiness that cannot last. Many of us, we want to be like them. But how do the majority end their lives? If you look inside their hearts, most times you would see pain and sadness. You see, Satan too can give happiness. But it's with conditions. At the beginning and the middle, it may look similar. But the end proves the difference. It's only joy that comes from God that will stand the test of time. Ask yourself, do I have the joy of salvation in me? Ask yourself, do I have the joy of salvation in me? You see, people can look for happiness around them. They can try and create joy. There's a difference between creating your own joy and deciding to have joy, no matter what happens, no matter what comes. Look at the case of Paul and Silas in the prison cell. God came to their rescue, not because they'd been faithful to God, not because they'd bargained to get what they want from God, but because there was joy in their hearts. Do you know it takes joy to say, thank you, Jesus, when everything around you looks like death? Do you know it takes joy for you to sing songs of praise when you're in the prison cell? The peace of conscience we derive from walking with the Lord produces internal joy. Peace, ease of heart, and the security of God's presence. You see, Jesus said in John 15 verse 11, I've told you this so that my joy will be in you, and your joy will be complete. That is the promise of the Father, that we would have joy everlasting. God's desire is to rescue you. His desire is to bless you. His desire is to set you free, to comfort you. When Jesus ascended to heaven, he left the comforter to be with you forever. Have you received little, if any, comfort from him? If the answer is no, then something is limiting you. Something is limiting you. That limitation is limiting you from eating with Jesus, from hearing his voice. What is your limitation this morning? You lack awareness. Tell your neighbor, I lack awareness. That what I'm looking for is with me. You're looking for heaven. You're looking for the kingdom of God, but it's with you. 
It's like when you're looking for a pen. You're looking everywhere for that pen. Where's my pen? If I could just find that pen, I'll be happy. Suddenly you realize that it's with me. Will that not give you joy? You see, God has given you everything you need to live for Him. The question is that you, you're still listening to the voice of your situation. And you're not listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit uses the Word of God to bring joy and peace in your heart. As a Christian, how many of you would say, Thank you, Jesus, for healing me, whereas the pain is still there? How many of you would say, Thank you, Lord, for setting me free, whereas you're yet to obtain real freedom? How many of you would say, Thank you, Jesus, for blessing me, although the signs of poverty are still there? It may seem that you're being unreal, unrealistic in the face of overwhelming sense evidences. But remember, faith does not deny the existence of a problem. Tell your neighbor, faith does not deny the existence of a problem. It's not for you to say, no, that problem doesn't exist. It's not for you to create your own life, your own joy by escaping from your trouble. That problem is there, but he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. It's that awareness that will strengthen you, that will give you joy. Ask Stephen and he will tell you that even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, God will rescue you and be with you. Even the fear of death cannot hold you. Many people, their joy is stolen today because of the fear of death. What is stealing your joy this morning? Is it crisis? Is it disease? Is it bad news? Is it trouble in your marriage and your family? Trouble in your country and your nation? What is stealing your joy? Because God's promise is to restore to you your stolen joy. Because when you have the joy of the Lord in your heart, then you're in His presence. That's what the Bible says in Psalm 16 verse 1. You will show me the path of life and in your presence is fullness of joy. Are you experiencing that joy this morning? Remember, it's not a temporary happiness. It's not something that you create by yourself. When you feel lonely, you surround yourself by people. You do things you like doing. You go on holiday. Not because you need to, but because you want to enjoy. But when you're on your own, when your friend leaves you, you realize that that happiness is gone. But the joy of the Lord is a fruit of faith. Ask Abraham, and he'll tell you that when you have faith in God, that joy is a fruit of faith. It's a heart that believes God in every circumstance, no matter what happens, no matter what comes. And that joy will overcome your situation for you. My brothers and my sisters, just look at the case of Jesus. When you have pain and you have joy, that pain will not last long. In the pain of Lazarus' death, in that book of John, John 11 from verse 41 to 45, you'll see that in the pain of Lazarus' death, it takes joy for Jesus to lift his eyes to heaven and say, God, I thank you that you hear me. I know that you always hear me. 
people were looking at Jesus that, why did you come so late? We are crying, we are lamenting, and you are smiling, you are laughing, you are thanking God. <laughs> what a joy to handle situations just like Jesus did. What a like you, Lord, in all the Let's rise up and worship our Savior. Matchless love and beauty, endless worth. Nothing in this world can satisfy. Jesus, you're the cup that born dry. Your presence is heaven to me. Oh God, your presence is heaven to me.
Hallelujah. God's presence is heaven to me. Say your neighbor, heaven is with me. You see, look at Jesus in the case of Lazarus' death. People were crying and yet he was laughing. Do you know that Satan wants you to cry when you laugh? You've defeated him. You can have your seats. Now who here can laugh the best? Who has the best laugh? Can someone come and demonstrate your laugh? Okay. We want some people to laugh and some people to cry. So some people, you know, you always have to be good at something. There's always something that you're best at. Some of us, we are best at crying. And some of us, we are best at laughing. So can I have the best laugher, please? Can someone come forward? Okay, thank you. You say you're the best laugher. We're going to, we're going to prove this right now. You too, is it laughing or crying you're good at? You're going to laugh. So no one wants to cry. You know, some people, they're very good at crying. Those tears just come naturally. Okay, you're a good crier. Laugh. And no one wants to cry. Can someone sh demonstrate how you can cry? Thank you. Another laugher. Okay, is it laughing or crying? Crying. Okay, wonderful. Laughing or crying? Crying. Okay, I think we, we're okay. We have three laughers and three criers, yes? Or two. Okay, come this side. Right, are you ready to demonstrate your laugh? Okay, so let's hear your laugh. <laughs> wow, that was good. Let's clap for him. Okay, let's hear from you. <laughs> What do we think? He tried. Okay, now let's hear from you. <laughs> Clap for them. So, who do we vote for? Is it number one? Number two? Oh, number three? I think I'm hearing number one. Oh, okay, thank you very much. You just wait for us, you'll collect your altar fruit. Just wait there, thank you. So now let's hear the criers. We only have two, so, okay, let's, how, how do you cry? Wow. Did you see any tear? But it was convincing, right? Okay. Uh, what, what about you? I want to cry. <laughs> before what must have happened to you that makes you cry like that wow it's like the end has come so out of our criers which one number one number two okay so we have our okay so you just come this side thank you 
So we have our lover and our crier. Okay, fine. So just down here. So I just want you to see the picture of your life. Because if you get this, you'll begin to succeed with your life. Because Satan's aim is to make you cry. And when we say cry, we don't necessarily mean tears coming. We mean that you give up in your heart. We mean that you begin to see Jesus in a bad light. You begin to complain. You begin to murmur. So let's, let's see you laughing. Okay, laugh. To laugh again. <laughs> okay, when you are laughing, listen. When you are laughing, what is Satan doing? When you are laughing, this is what Satan is doing. Now, if you are doing this, now, let's say you are crying. <laughs> What is Satan doing? <laughs> Wonderful. Look at that. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. <laughs> so it's up to you. Satan wants you to cry. When you laugh, you have defeated him. Amen. Tell your neighbor, Satan wants me to cry. When I laugh. I've defeated him. Let's clap for them. You can take your altar fruit. The best laugher, the best crier. Your crying is very good. Lord, as we draw this message to a close, we just want you to realize this truth in your life. This truth that if you ask any hero of faith in the Bible, they will tell you that the greatest embarrassment you can give to Satan is to ignore him. But today, opposite is the case. We make it so easy for Satan. We make it so easy for the devil because we trade our joy so easily. Any situation that comes our way, we trade our joy. We lose our joy. When a snake is coming to you, do you open the door or close the door? We close the door. But today we open the door to the snake. We dine with the snake. We eat with the snake. Because we allow our joy to go so easily. When you have pain, when you have problems, if you can decide to have joy, that joy will overcome your situation today. Just decide to have joy. Right now you can decide to have joy. Tell your neighbor, I decide to have joy. Remember, it's different to creating your own joy. In that pain, in that trouble, you can decide to have joy. Why? Let me tell you the reason for your joy. You're not perfect but you have perfection with you eating with you sleeping with you interceding on your behalf his name is jesus christ amen let's clap for jesus what do you need to do now number one discover god's presence within you because it's there you just need to discover it and number two don't trade your joy with anything Value that joy in your heart. Don't make it easy for Satan. Therefore, 
We need no more to make us happy than to have our Lord Jesus Christ with our spirit. For in him, every spiritual blessing is summed up. Never doubt your salvation. Once you're a Christian, Satan cannot snatch you away from God. He will try, but he will not succeed. Why? You can be happy, whereas there's nothing to be happy about on the outside. Because Jesus has assured you in that book of Luke 10 verse 20 that your name is written in heaven. Trouble will come, but stop making it easy for Satan. Don't allow that trouble to serve his aim. Let's rise up and pray together. Let's rise up and pray together. Lord Jesus Christ, restore that which is missing to make my joy complete. That awareness that heaven is with me. In Jesus' name. May God bless his word in our hearts. In Jesus' name.